Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. And this is a, this is a bonus episode, isn't it, Sam? Because we had so much to get through for our Happy New we'd Year. We would had a couple of days break that we didn't usually mm. have, and so we've got a lot to get through. And a lot of a data, list of things you want to get through. A lot of content, yeah. So much content. We're still heavily pregnant with content, but the contractions are now a minute and a half apart, so mm. it's time to burst out the content. Yeah. And, uh, the circumference of our, <laughs> of our, of our <laughs> orifice... <laughs> Is yeah. is now we're 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 dilated to seven centimeters. We Se- are so a seven the, the centimeter con- di- dilation, and yet still that's not quite wide enough for the amount of strong content we have. It'll, it'll be out in the next thirty minutes, and by the end we'll be passing it around a pub table like a Rizzler uh, at disgusting. a reggae party. <laughs> we were going to come back with a. Um, it's a baby reggae party. <laughs> we're going to come back with a little bit of bullshit regarding eyebrows. Yeah. Have you got that one in front I of you? I have, yeah. It's from Turk, uh, post two wire, he's called on Twitter. He said, My dad once told me he lost his eyebrows in a game of cards. He was lighting up a cigarette, and a guy at the card table sprayed a deodorant at him, <laughs> burning his <laughs> eyebrows off. He still has no eyebrows to this day. Imagine that. You've just pulled out your fucking right guard. All of a sudden, yeah. bang! Ah! Why would he do that? Did he did he just aim for the eyebrows? Was, was no eyelashes went? Were the eyes themselves you know saved? What happened? Did yeah, he shut know. his eyes and just? Take I think the you probably would have shut your eyes instinctively. I mean, when the, 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 the thing came about out. the eyes is they're so well. There's so many mechanisms around the eyes. There's a, a ring yeah. of steel security rise. They're, they're kind of self-defending, aren't they? Almost? They are. Like in a way, the whole human body is designed entirely to protect the eyes. That is our purpose on this planet. That is the end of today's eyes. biology lesson, listeners. But it's actually a true fact that the human body exists only to protect its own eyes. Yeah, that is the meaning of life. <laughs> Just protect. <laughs> hey, a lot of people come to me. They say, Sam, yeah. what, I don't, I've, I've lost direction. I've lost meaning. I don't know what I'm here for. What should I be thinking about? I said, mate. I don't have all the answers, but one thing I can tell you is make sure the fucking your peepers are intact, because without them, you are up shit creek. Yeah, <laughs> and without a fucking paddle, mate. And then they go, well, what about successful blind people? Um, Stevie Wonder, for example. Like Stevie Wonder, I go, well, he still needs his fucking eyes, right? Yeah, he might not be seeing out of them, but he's, well, they've still he got to fucking be there. What's he need them for? Because he looked like a. F- it look fucking weird if he's just got two holes in his fucking well, skull. Well, he doesn't have to have holes. He can have them tucked out and have a couple of buttons sewn on. Listen, like a rag right. doll. Stevie Wonder will tell you 
Let's get, what about, by the way, we haven't gone, we, we, it deserves a deep dive, so we can't, um, I'm not changing the subject because you found a flaw in my eye theory, by the way. My eye theory <laughs> still like stands, it. and people can email me if they want to discuss it in further depth. However, <laughs> one of the best bits in the Bross documentary, which I have now seen, is when he says, oh. I made a conscious decision not to be superstitious because of Stevie because Wonder. Of Stevie Wonder. <laughs> there's so much I've bought the Blu-ray because there's bonus content oh there's the Blu-ray, Blu-ray is there and oh there's, yeah and there's, a, um, there's an interview with, with Craig Logan or Ken as he was known yeah. in this. he was not mentioned once you saw a couple of no. like little bits of him but they didn't mention once which was weird no. he, uh, he'd left after the first album and then it was just the twins for the second yeah, album yeah he became he, a successful he, he, record executive yeah he married Kim from Kim Appleby is that right yeah the one who didn't die <laughs> the one who didn't die excellent he picked the one that didn't die <laughs> I success. People say uh, it was a shame you got dumped out of Bros, and I say no, it wasn't actually. I wasn't dumped. I had to quit yeah. for health reasons because I had the fatigue syndrome (ME), and then yeah. I managed to pull and marry the not dead one from Mel and Kim. So <laughs> sit on that and fucking swivel. And I had a completely different kind of fatigue as a result of that. Yeah. So sex. fucking and if you and if you don't get what I'm getting at, what I mean is sex fatigue from sexing her so he, much and then all he the did time. That thing where he made, he made a circle out of his thumb <laughs> yeah, and his yeah, forefinger, uh, and stuck his other forefinger in it, and out of it. He repeatedly. also wiggled his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, the Blu-ray of the Bros documentary is only seven pounds forty-nine on Amazon and HMV. I'm getting that. So much more to enjoy. Um, what we're going to say? That we, did you mention a deep dive? Are we going to do a deep dive? We'll do a it? deep dive on the Brussels documentary. Although, in some ways, it's not deep diveable because it's sort of self-evident. It doesn't need our analysis. Yeah. I mean, it's self-protecting like the eyes. It's like the eyes. It's the eyes of television documentaries. In fact, in my self-defending, uh, it's self-defending, self-explanatory, self-evident. <laughs> Take it or leave it, mate. That's what it is. It's like my eyes. <laughs> Getting back to that that uh, bullshit about the uh, the eyebrows and the deodorant. Did you get? Did you see the second part of it as well? Have you got the second part there? Uh, no, I'll try and find I'll read it. that out because I've got it in front of me. Go so uh, he was lighting up a cigarette. The guy at the card table sprayed deodorant at him, burning said eyebrows off. Still has no eyebrows to this <laughs> yeah. day. Deodorant guy was then punched in the face. <laughs> Quite yeah. right. <laughs> and he says, where my dad's eyebrows once stood, there's now just an outline, kind of in the eyebrow style of Cardiff manager Neil Warnock. <laughs> <laughs> and Neil Warnock's eyebrows are, of course, a mystery in themselves. Still has the best poker face you'll ever see. That's amazing. I, I'm not sure whether it's bullshit. It sounds like it could be true. It kind of sounds like it could, but would that really happen? Would someone get a deodorant out at a, at a, during a card game? I don't know. I mean, this guy's a, a scouser, I think, judging by his Twitter. So, you know, in up there, you, you've got to carry a fucking... Hey, it's different to down south. This anything, literally anything could happen in a scouse card game. So you've got to use whatever you've got to hand, whether that be a deodorant, whether that be <laughs> some nutmeg, whether that be a J-cloth, Whatever you can lay your hands on, you've got to be able to turn it into a weapon, especially if you're involved in a cat scouse card game. If you're, if you're up against a fella and he puts down a full house and that's going to wipe you out, if you've got a tin of links in your hand, you've just got to spray it. You've got you've to just deploy got to spray it. it at his eyes. You've, you've just got to shout. You've just got to shout, see how fucking self-defending your eyes are now, pal. <laughs> 
But they obviously were, because it only took out the they eyebrows. They were, though, because I wanted to take his eyeballs clean out, and they didn't get fucking even touched because of the fucking self-defending eyes. And Scouse ones are even better at self-defending. Because <laughs> the Scouse. <laughs> Uh, oh god great bullshits um, keep them coming in I've got two other bullshit uh, not bullshit but categories for content and data that have just right, yeah. occurred to me while we've been talking I'll, I'll be quick one is um, f- failing romantic failures so oh, like what? you know everyone's got me and my mate sometimes have competitions to see who who has done the most elaborate fuck ups of sexual opportunities in their youth yeah. so you know from big to small like, one that still, if I see my mates now, will say to me is the phrase, rack em up, Phil, because we Ooh. were in a pool bar, one, like a, a, a bar that we, where we used to go and play pool, and we were about 16, and we'd gone there after school, and we were having a beer and playing pool and thinking we were quite grown up, and a girl who we'd known at primary school but hadn't seen in years, but had um, grow, who was a bit older than us and had grown into a well-renowned local beauty that everyone fancies. She's matured. She turned up. She walked past the table. Everyone's jaws dropped because she was so gorgeous. And of all of us, she picked me out and she went, Hi, Sam, how you how you doing? And I responded by looking at my mate Phil and saying, Rack em up, Phil. Meaning, oh. rack the balls up. And literally didn't even respond to her. In my head, oh. then you look back, you think, why? Did, and she stood there smiling, waiting for a response. She went, Sam, and I just started playing pool. And I oh, think, in, in my head, I probably think, if I go back and do a deep dive into that situation, which I do, Fuck. you know, maybe once or twice a week, ever since the year 1991 when it happened, I think to myself, I think that probably in my 16 year old head, I thought I was being really cool and that mm. she would probably find me really super attractive she was already being friendly but i could really Ooh. nail this down by acting aloof and ambivalent yeah. and playing pool so she'll think of me as like a paul newman type character from cool you know from like yeah. cool hand mm. luke or something like that but yeah. she just wandered off and i never ever spoke to her ever again and i did oh. say i did bump into her loads of times again and tried to make eye contact speak to her. she just never she just avoided she my just, gaze because she probably she thought devo- he mugged me off i'm never yeah. so but there's she more. Avoided your, avoided your self-defending eyes. I've got a ton of stories like that, and I think most blokes have. But I want to find out ones where you've really fucked it up, where you you've literally yeah. just missed an open goal. And yeah, let's uh, get, get get the listeners to send them in, and hopefully they can completely generate all of our content by the, the end of twenty nineteen. The other one I really like that we were just talking about in the pub is uh, heroic fantasy, right? Where <laughs> you're si- you're sitting on a train. And you just like you, you just see someone, and you think, imagine if there's a bunch of terrorists on this train, and yeah. and he's one of them, and they're going to stand up and surprise everyone at some moment, and like pull out a load of guns, and then mm. to pass the time on your boring train trip, you start imagining that you jump up, you immediately kick him before he's got up and shouted something, and yeah. before you even knows because you because I've been one step ahead because I've spotted it early. I've stood yeah. up, I've kicked him in the balls, I've disarmed him, I've commandeered mm. his weapon, I've hit him with the butt of it, he's gone down, then I've pointed the weapon at the other terrorists, I might have had to shoot a couple of them real quick. I've yeah, pulled obviously. the emergency cord, 
I've I've opened the doors and I've started grabbing women and children first and sort of lifting them off of the train to safety whilst holding the gun in the other hand and fending off the terrorists. This has all been filmed on someone's phone. Right. And by the time the whole thing's over, I'm worldwide on television. It's like this yeah. fucking guy, this hero, the respected journalist Sam Delaney, was on a train um, which was targeted by terrorists. Instinct took over, and this video footage shows him expertly disarming the boss terrorist and and shooting dead three or four others before saving loads of, like, fit birds and babies and, i mean uh, and the that. newscaster Kay burley wouldn't phrase it like that but that's the gist of the story and that, I, I, that, I i think that every man i mean that's just one but day to day i will have hero fantasies like that regularly sometimes it's other things like i just hit some guy in a bar because he's mistreating a baby <laughs> and treating it like a spliff you know and then his mates try to get involved and i just fucking do kung fu on all of them there's lots of different hero scenarios and every man has them they're daydreams, really, about yeah. times that you were a hero. Yeah, that one feels a bit more niche than the first one. Um, yeah, it and is. Quite, and quite, only people quite... who listen to the last episode will understand it. <laughs> and it feels quite Alan Partridge as well. But well done. Hey. Thanks for hey. sharing it with us. <laughs> Stop. you! Hey, you guys, do you think that's any way to treat a baby as if it were a marijuana cigarette? <laughs> I can't stand by and watch this happening. That's right. <laughs> Your eyes aren't deceiving you. I am the respected journalist, Sam Delaney. <laughs> but by night. <laughs> now give me I'm that Hong baby. Give me your fucking baby now. <laughs> or I will you make the kung baby. fu the shit out of all of you. You take the baby, you make the baby safe, and then you kung fu the shit out of everyone. How do you make yeah. the baby safe, Sam? How do you do that? I, I build a den for it out of chairs and tables in the pub, and I just place <laughs> it in mats. there, and I go, you stay there, baby. I'll be back. You'll be safe there. I'll be back in a moment. And I just turn around and just fucking make some kung fu shriek and just yeah. beat the fuck out of her dad and all of her dad's mates, and then I have the baby adopted by nicer people. Yeah. Because I haven't I'd, got the time to take on a third baby. Third again, kid. listeners, if you want to contribute to this this category, I, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm interested. Do you to have see hero where it fantasies? Goes. You telling me you you don't ever think what you would have done if you were on a nine eleven plane and you would have been able to have stopped it because you'd have got up, stuck the nut on one of those fellas, and then just fucking got behind the the plane equipment and landed it safely um, on the Hudson. I've got to admit, I, I haven't. But You've I'm never had a start hero think, fantasy. Start thinking I'm more. Start it's really good about fun. This more. Yeah. Jalapeno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. I'm going to Blackpool. Mm. I'm going to Blackpool tomorrow to watch Sunderland play Blackpool. And if That's- I see anyone in danger... Yeah. In Blackpool. That is a I'll great fantasy. That's a great trip for hero fantasies. Because yeah. there might you might have time to kill. Like there might be frustrating moments where you're not drinking a beer or watching football. And during those yeah. moments, a great way to t- pass the time is to have hero fantasies. But what might have happened was this is gonna be going out the day after I've been to Blackpool. Mm. I might have got literally genuinely involved in some kind of Good hero done. thing. Mm. I might have been killed and this could be a posthumous episode. Oh, it'd be great. As I tell you tri- what, if you, you have to do a tribute at the beginning. If you do die, I'll be the first yeah. person who Sky News call and say, Have you heard the sad news? Uh and yeah. the the broadcaster and writer Andy Dawson has yeah. died whilst trying to save the lives of a lot of kids up in Blackpool. <laughs> they, they, I, they probably they probably called Bob Mortimer first, but he wouldn't respond. Got, yeah, he, he's not going to fucking do it. He's too he's busy. Bother. I'll be like, yeah, fine. Send a car. I'll come into the studio right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I want a fee. I want 50 quid. If not, yeah. I'm not doing oh, they'll, it. They, they'll, they'll probably give you that. Yeah, I'll go, look. If they're going to send a car, they'll give you 50 quid you, as You're well. going to have to work your way down the fucking list because if Mortimer's not answering, which I, I'm fucking assuming he isn't, because if not, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Then you fucking need me, right? There's, so there's no one else. Fifty. No one else knows him. The only person who knows him as well as me, or better than me, is Mortimer. Mortimer's yeah. not doing it. So, basically, it's 50 quid or fuck off. There's no Dawson obituary. You're going to have to get some showbiz journalist <laughs> who'll just make shit up about him, <laughs> right? So, I'd, I'd get my 50 quid, and I'd go down, and I'd go, Andy always knew that this is the way he would die. He yeah. knew it. And I've got the fucking evidence too. <laughs> it's going to be on the next podcast, but it's yeah. only going to be available for a subscription. Yeah, <laughs> I'll start charging listen. for the podcast. Okay, actually, Andy's dying wish was that I started charging for the podcast after he died. He actually called me. I've got a voicemail of him going, Sam, charge for the podcast. And actually, <laughs> if you want to hear Andy's dying words, I will put them out on the next podcast, which is available Sam. on iTunes for five ninety nine. Sam, activate the podcast subscription mechanism. Sam, it's Andy. Hello, mate. What are you calling for? I didn't think we were recording a podcast today. I'm in Blackpool. I've just saved loads of kids. <laughs> what from? Oh, a fire and some terrorists. That's not important. <laughs> I'm dying. Reverse the mechanism. (laughs) Reverse the mechanism. But what did he mean by that? I think he means I should start charging charging people. the podcast. (laughs) What if I run out of content? It's fine. I think he means he wants me to do a bad impression of him forever and ever. And do a two-way that's effectively a conversation with myself. Using a ventriloquist puppet. That's me. Yeah. Don't worry, mate. I'll protect exactly. your legacy. When you die of heroism, I will protect your legacy. Yeah. I'm going to miss all of you. Yeah. This and that. You had a couple of other things you wanted to talk about. Was one of them stray man? I was out in Brighton with uh, <laughs> my family and another family. And the, the, other, the other guy, the guy who's the Liverpool fan who I'd watched a game with the night before, he was being bullied by his wife and daughter, like right. we all are. Yeah. And the daughter wants a cat. 
and he went their cat died recently a couple of months ago and he went to be honest i do like cats but he went i'm kind of quite enjoying having an animal free house at the moment yeah and so i'm not i don't really want to get another cat it's quite nice not having the responsibility i i i'm pet free for years and his daughter went we're getting a bloody cat and he went well i don't want a cat and she went well if i have to choose between a cat and you me and mum would both choose the cat and the cat can move in and you can move out and you can be a stray man right (laughs) why should that cat be a stray cat when you can be a stray man and he went what and she went you can be a stray man and i went whoa whoa hang on a minute that sounds quite good what's a stray man do well i don't know he'll just have to wander up and down the street find people's like knock on doors see if anyone's got a spare bed we might let him sometimes sleep in the cupboard in the stairwell of our flats and i was like yeah would you let him log on to the wi-fi and she went yeah and he was like well if you let me log on to the wi-fi and you know and i basically still get to live in the same building but I don't have the responsibility because you've turfed me out as a stray man. Yeah, no bills to pay or anything like I'm that. Like, I fucking quite like it. Sounds all right, doesn't it? It's I kind of one s- step up from homelessness. Yeah, stray man is a more dignified way of calling yourself yeah. a homeless man. And then I yeah. thought to myself, not to belittle the plight of the homeless, which is awful, and there's loads of them in this country, but I did find the idea of stray... I said you could release an album called Stray Man. Stray Man. And it could be him on <laughs> a train track. You'd have him on a train track, but with an acoustic guitar <laughs> over his shoulder. Like a minstrel yeah, travelling around town. It, it, it'd be like a stray cat in the sense that he would just like go into houses like stray cats do and hope yeah. that someone will feed them and take pity on them. Mm. And you just try a few houses. Some people are going to chase you, but eventually someone's going to put a plate of meat down on the floor for you. I I know of a bloke. I know of a bloke who used to go out um, at night in the summer, in the middle of the night. And if he saw, he wasn't a stray man; he was a domesticated man. But he'd go out in the night like (laughs) was he chipped like a straight? Yeah, he was chipped. And yeah, he had a flap, a man flap. (laughs) I have a man flap in my house, so that I'm allowed in and out. Um, (laughs) My my wife and kids let me in and out more or less whenever. But, More or less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm mainly a houseman. Yeah. Um but I uh he, he used to go out like a stray man at night and if he saw windows open mm. he would climb in the open window of a wow. house and he would find the spare room in the house right. and he would lie on the bed all night. Now this is sinister. Yeah. And then just before sunrise, when he knew the family or whoever it was were living in the house would get up, he would climb back out the window and carry on around the streets like a stray man. And this is a man I heard of, and apparently the reason he did it was he got a massive buzz out of it. The the fear of maybe being caught was a massive buzz. What do you think about that? That's Like I say, that's sinister. Yeah. Um, It's it's not right. No, Um, it's awful. It reminds me of the Roy Orbison song, I Drove All Night. And I've got the lyrics in front of me here. Good. I drove all night to get to you. Is that all right? I drove all night, <laughs> crept in your room, woke you from your sleep to make love to you. Oh. Is that all right? Because <laughs> <laughs> it fucking isn't right. It's awful. And then after that, he sings, as if to excuse himself for this, he sings again, I drove all night. Fucking hell. I, you know, I literally drove at you through the night so I could wake you up, make love to you. 
I drove here all night. All night. I put a shift in. You, listen, I've done it now. I've put the hours in. The least you can yeah, do I've is to have sexual intercourse with me. You go, yeah. that's not... That's not that makes sexual intercourse no more fucking likely than someone who's just knocked around from next door. It's not the distance yeah. travelled or the time spent travelling. That's not it. I want to be wooed. That's about. I want to be wooed. Of course, Roy Upson died almost 30 years ago. Different times. Different times. Different times. He was albino, wasn't he? That's why was he always it? wore dark glasses. Yeah. Was he an albino? He had, I thought he he, just had, his eyes took out and a couple of buttons sewn on instead, so he had to wear the dark glasses to cover up. How did that up. happen when the eyes are the best self-protecting mechanism known to nature? Sometimes, sometimes self-protection doesn't work. No, he sometimes was. Sometimes it doesn't work. He was albino, and, and so his, his he had black hair though. His eyes, yeah. Why do you think it was so jet black? Because he was fucking oh. dying it and wearing dark Fuck. glasses. Because oh. he was fucking living a lie. I drove all night with my fucking pink eyes. That was what the song should have been. I crept in your room with my fucking wig on. Uh, with my wig on and my scary pink eyes. And now you've got to have sex with me. Is that all right? No, Because I drove all night. <laughs> drove all night. Well, if the answer's no, can you um, fucking... Can you compensate some of my petrol money? Because <laughs> I'm like half of it. I've used up a whole fucking tank's worth. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree to take fifty percent, and I've still got to we'll get say, back. Remember as well. We'll, we'll say no more about it. <laughs> Fucking uh, Orbison, the monster, <laughs> the big O. Yeah, um, uh, I've got. A couple we've almost of other ran bits. out of time again for this bonus episode because we've got lots of time um, time travel stuff. I mm. think we'll do that in the next one. Okay, because I've got I've got at least two time travelers to hear from. Oh, great. Uh, you've got some stuff as well. I've so... got a dream, a very vivid and detailed dream about time travelling. Right, we'll do that in the in the episode that's due out on Friday then. I'll tell mm. you what, we'll have a couple more bullshits before we go. Okay. This is from Belfast Oddball. Uh, he says he's mentioned this one to me previously. I think it must have been on TalkSport. He says, at school, my mate claimed that his, his auntie once bought a bag of crisps. When she opened the packet, it was just one big crisp. Yeah, yeah. I read that. That's brilliant. <laughs> Lovely stuff. And this is from Daff1972. He says, just remembered this classic. One of my ex-colleagues claimed that he was on exercises with the Bulgarian SAS in Bulgaria when Chernobyl exploded. (laughs) Of course you were, mate. He says, the blast was so powerful it knocked everyone over except for him. Yeah. And And then he got, got, but the radioactive fallout made him grow to nine foot tall and give him the ability to teleport. This was a thousand miles away from Chernobyl as well. Mm. Uh, when he was pressed on that, it says he mumbled a bit and tried to move on. I then asked what he was doing in the SES. He was approximately 12, and apparently it was the SES Youth Cadets. <laughs> They're the best. On manoeuvres Some people say that the Bulgarian Youth Cadet SAS is the best special forces in the world. Yeah, that's where they send them, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Right, that's it from this one. Um, we'll be back on Friday with a new one. Keegan will be back next week with some more... Yeah. We'll have some more deep dive into the Keegan Odyssey. Um, don't forget to follow us on TF Time Machine if you're so inclined. Yeah. And thanks S- for listening. Subscribe, etc. Take care of yourself, defending eyes, everyone. Yeah. Just cover, cover your eyes and the rest will just take care of itself. Yeah. Bye-bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.